previously on Downton Abbey, Lady Mary was still juggling between not one, not two, but three possible suitors. Edith is off to the country to have her baby in secret. Robert returned from America, and it looks like Cora's brother Harold might be coming to visit soon. Rose broke things off with Jack Ross, and downstairs, there's a lot going on. We'll talk about all of it this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. back we are here we are here for a momentous episode that we have this is since day one we've been teasing it this is that day one ish yeah yeah yeah. uh i'm kind of surprised we got here so fast but then again it's been it's been a year now it has indeed been a year yeah uh we are in the london season Mm -hmm. well it's august in the episode yeah 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 so it's end of season four or july or august it's the summer yeah yeah uh is there anything we should catch the listeners up on before we get to the episode um yeah we have the survey out there for yeah, listeners sur- survey monkey we've been posting a lot about it mm-hmm. it's a 10 question survey the winner gets a copy of agent gates the downton abbey parody graphic novel mm-hmm. about mr bates being a secret agent or you mean mr gates being a secret agent agent gates agent gates well it's yeah. all very thinly veiled you know it's the I, they're the characters from down yeah i didn't realize the parody I, I looked it up it came out in 2013 so it was like only like part of the way in, into like down abbey being yeah the thing. I, <laughs> I, I saw that too o'brien is on the back cover so huh. i kind of like that yeah because i feel like there's the the tilt of the characters changing and those mm-hmm. first three seasons have a lot of great characters that you yeah, know, we lose a lot of them. Well, especially watching this episode, it was a welcome reminder that for some reason, seasons one through three stand out in my mind of things happening, but I do not remember a lot oh, yeah. of season four. I was <laughs> very skewed about this episode. Also, uh, yeah. before we get into this, for those in the Pennsylvania area of mm-hmm. America, this weekend, my band is playing at Mohegan Sun in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. For free. For free, yeah. Tempest Edge, right? Tempest Edge is the name of the band. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what bar we're playing. We're not playing the arena, unfortunately. Not yet. Yeah. But we're playing one of the bars at the Wilkes Bar Mohegan Sun Casino. So that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. If you're interested in the band, you can't find their music online. So you have to unfortunately, go see them live. Unfortunately, we're making, we're making uh, some changes on that. But we're going to be doing a lot of covers, a lot of originals. And it's free. It's in Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. hit us up on the Twitter for more details or find us on Facebook, Tempest Edge 203 for that. <laughs> if you want to hear me sing backup vocals and play the bass. <laughs> if you don't like the music of Downton Abbey, you may like the music of Tempest Edge. If if you like, if you lean more on our wrestling fandom side. <laughs> if you like heavy metal. Did, ha- or heavy, metal adjacent. Yeah, metal adjacent for sure. If you like Creed. <laughs> Creed. Yeah, I mean, in the ilk of Creed, I would argue better. <laughs> it's not like you're, you're a fan of the band or music exactly, but. Oh yeah, well, I mean, we're a, we're four individuals with four different tastes. It's just the originals do seem more like hard rock than yeah the covers that we do a lot. So yeah, there's a lot of um, come see the other side of what I do for fun. That's sure. not my career. <laughs> yeah. So from Philly to London we go. Yes, Downton Abbey season four journey. Oh no, not journey to the Highlands. That was last season, season three finale. What's the name of this one? I didn't even write it down. It's the London season. The London season is the yeah, name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. Uh, so, Great. Yeah, this is the ninety-minute Christmas special, and again had to clear out time to make uh, to watch this. It was a full movie feature length. I can't wait to see when the Downton Abbey movie comes out. Will it just be a ninety-minute? What if episode? it's like four hours long? That's the thing. How do you how do you make a Downton Abbey movie? It's got to be like two and a half hours or something like that. It really does have to be. But then again, this episode moved. They fit so much into this. My notes are so long; uh, they're just all kind of piled on top of each other. And again, I don't think we—I don't know if we talked about this, but Dave, you actually handwrite all your notes. I copy them all into my notes on my iPhone, which is a real hand cramp by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely felt that this episode. Um, where do we even begin? Well, do you want, do we want to just get into it with what the hype? Okay, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it for the past year. Paul Giamatti, he he has loomed he's, large he, in our lives. <laughs> he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harold uh, Levinson. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard about him for the past few weeks about Robert having to go visit him to help him with uh, his problems with oil and stuff, um, right, or something like that, or uh, something, some bad investment that he yeah. needed to test on his behalf. They've been teasing his appearance for weeks, and so what do we get this week? Um, something that really doesn't tie in with the family at all with Harold. <laughs> you, you yeah, explain. really. He comes in as like a character we already know and has a mini arc that's like. Unrelated to anything else and will never and then, be touched upon again. Probably. Yeah, and then, uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't come back. Wait, you, mean, you don't think Giamatti's going to be in the movie? Maybe the movie, but I remember distinctly being like, oh, nice. A real, like, high caliber American actor is going to be on Downton Abbey. This is going to be great going forward. I mean, forward. we already had Shirley MacLaine, but yeah, I mean, John, Giamatti's a different... G- Giamatti's he's a John different Adams. Breed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the the rhino. Stop referencing that <laughs> Spider-Man movie that no one saw. Uh, but yeah, so Giamatti is here. He, 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 <laughs> um, He's this like skittish, forty-something-year-old bald man. Yeah, it's only because this episode is ninety minutes. Do we get a full arc with him? Because it just has the time to to play around with. Well, I think him. they think they he signed the the dotted line, and they're like, well, we got to make him important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, so we do get like one reference to him, like uh, investing in like some teapot business that went sideways. Yeah, they start talking about it, and it's like the conversation just turns to chaos. It's like, stop talking about this. Yeah, you see Robert like roll his eyes. Um, he doesn't have a, a great relationship with Cora. It seems it seems very, eh. Yeah, she's like, oh, I forgot you were here, my brother that I haven't seen in years. And then Edith meets meets them outside of their the London house or Crawley House, London, mm-hmm. and. He's like, or she's like, oh, you must be my Uncle Harold, whom I've never met. And he's like, yep, that's me. Yeah. Moving yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's rich, though. He is rich. Yeah. He's rich and he lugs, likes young, attractive women. I mean, <laughs> when you're Paul Giamatti, when you look like him, who can blame him? Yeah. <laughs> he's a stud. He's a stud. He's a, he's a winner. <laughs> um, he said, he, he, he quotes in the episode, I'm used to fathers making me dance with their daughters. Well, then, what a life. Um, so yeah, so Gemini is there and pretty soon he, he meets a young girl, uh, Madeline, Madeline Liss. Yes. Yes. Uh, Madeline Alsop. Alsop. Yeah. Yeah. So he meets her where at this, uh, one of these several parties, this is an episode that's just parties. Yeah. And she seems to to take a liking to him Mm -hmm. and he makes a couple, he makes a comment to her about. Like, oh, you people don't talk about money? That's like his whole arc is that he just talks about money. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, nah, and she ditches him. Mm-hmm. And then she winds up coming back later. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he almost does it again. And she's like, don't offend me again. Yeah. And it's just this weird little flirtation. Oh, right. Because, well, so, I mean, among the parties, I mean, it isn't just some parties invited to. It's Rose's, it's Rose's in- season. Yeah, it's Rose's introduction. Uh, so, yeah, they get, they do a nice little job of, like, showing them going to Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. uh, for the presentation. Uh, Robert is, like, decked out in his royal garb with, with the all red. The medals? And, yeah, and a saber and stuff. Um, there really doesn't, they don't do that much with Rose's episode aside from, yeah, this is her introduction. She goes in there. I think Rose uh, well, is very some, important this episode. Yeah, there's there's a little, another thing we'll get to. Uh, but anyway, she she goes in there and um, she, she I guess the whole transition from girl to woman is to curtsy in front of the, the royalty, uh, which she does. And uh, the king knows who she is because she met Prince Wales in a scene earlier. She, she meets the Prince of Wales. Mm-hmm. And, and they had known the the crown prince had met Shrimpy. He stayed with Shrimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old so, Shrimpy. And Rose and the crown prince. I was under the impression that they kind of hit it off. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he was down in Bombay, uh, in where you know Rose's parents went to because they were so poor. <laughs> she even references, yeah, they had no choice but to be there because it's so hot. Um, but yeah, prince the princess is off there because. I was doing some research on him. I guess he was a bit of a philanderer. He's a ladies' man. Oh. So that explains why he was... Uh, well, you know, I didn't even think about this until now. That means, you know who worked for the prince for a brief period of time? Hughes? Miss O'Brien. Oh, O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Working her way up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyways, he puts in a good word with the king, and the king says, oh, my son spoke highly of you, Rose. This is when she's going to curtsy. Yeah, and that's good. That's yeah, the, that's, that's huge. The, that's the king. Yeah, it's funny, because uh, Cora presents her, and Robert's in the back, literally like looking like over like a bunch of heads or whatever, like, what are they saying to her and everything? Um, anyways, long story short, 
Giamatti's there for the presentation, mm-hmm. and he briefly meets meets the Prince of Wales, and he says, "Hi, I'm Harold Levinson." Or, "Hi, Harold Lever- Levinson." He says, and the prince says, "That's not my name." <laughs> and then that's it. It's, it's such a bizarre interaction. <laughs> I, I guess the prince just. Uh, I mean, and then he like laughs to himself, like, "Oh, the prince, of course, thinks you know." I don't know who he is or whatever. I'm American that's, or something. That's that geomatic charm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's chuckling to himself. Uh, but yeah, that's where he bumps into Lady Madeline uh, Alsop. And we do get a brief scene of Madeline and her father, her father like kind of egging her on to go talk to him because there's money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why they, they, they are dancing together at the party because even he, he says, I'm not a dancer, but uh, can't turn down a pretty lady like the her. man dances. No, he, he definitely gets on the dance floor. There's no dance scene, but he, you know, he's, he's dancing with her. That's that's that Giamatti. Yeah, he's got the steps too. Right, he's and, got it all. And so, of course, how do you follow up a, a first dance with a lady? You take her on a picnic. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and it's so the uh, I, I was a little confused about this because of the way that they had the names. Mm-hmm. Alsip's father is the one that's trying to get with Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Giamatti's father or mother, rather. Yeah. G- so yeah, so as Giamatti's romancing the daughter, the father of that daughter is trying to romance. Giamatti's mother. Which is, why do they give both of these characters independent arcs? They want money. <laughs> I mean, it just speaks to, it doesn't matter if you're from America or wherever. They, it's all about the, the titles and uh, keeping your, your status, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's more so they just didn't know what to do with Giamatti for this episode. Let's make it fun. Yeah. I, I, wish it it was, I think it would have been nicer if it had more to do with the, the characters of Downton. Yeah. I mean, especially when you hear like Robert in the past episode talking about his engagements with with Harold and how he's such a bizarre, like a different person, you know, mm-hmm. and like we don't get to see much of that interaction here. He is, a, he does get a lot of characterization that we, yeah, he's kind of dragged around by his mother, but he seems to be independent in a certain way. He has a yacht. He does, have, yeah. When he says he's got a yacht, I'm like, okay, yeah, all he, right, he's got money. Um, so yeah, they they have a nice time at the picnic, and you can see there's some actual chemistry between Giamatti and uh, Madeline. Mm-hmm. We should say Harold, okay, <laughs> instead of Giamatti, but he is just Paul Giamatti. He's yeah, not... he does stick out. Yeah, and I, I looked it up. There's a 23 year age gap between Paul, uh, and, and the actress, and or... the actress. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's give or take what we're supposed to expect. It is. Yeah, sure. Because I... he's used to wooing these beautiful young women so it's just sort of like this one breaks <laughs> a giamatti charm yeah yeah he's got, he's got it all yeah what's his pickup line in real life what do you like, think i have a yeah yeah have you seen john adams <laughs> have you seen the amazing spider-man too <laughs> no 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 no. i mean what is giamatti's signature role anyway sideways. sideways yeah sideways all right american splendor oh yeah yeah he's been in a few things so anyways though uh he hasn't used those lines this episode because this is he's harold levinson um Anyways, this all kind of resolves in a, in a basic way. Like, he does one more dance with her, and he's like, this isn't going to work. You know, like, I got to go back to America and do my thing. But she, there's a sweet moment where she tells him, you're worth more than you, you think, you know, for mm-hmm. yourself. You can you can get yourself a wife instead of just going from woman to woman, as it seems like he likes to do. And you see him, like, perk up a little bit. Yeah. This is also a guy who gives diamond bracelets to all the girls as a thank you for hanging out with them. So maybe he can just stop doing that and just, you know, have some yeah, self-respect. N- know your worth, Paul. Yeah. Harold. Harold, yeah. Uh, and it kind of leaves it in a way of open-ended, like, well, you know, if we can get Paul Giamatti back, we can get him back on the show. And Oh, Julian dropped the ball. Yeah. Well, if you, they, had, you had an icon of the screen, man. I mean, with the Gilded Age, with Julian Fellow's new show, it would be a great opportunity to well, bring in Harold. Oh, wait, it's a prequel to Down. So it'd be like, they'd have to find Maybe someone. he's ageless. What, he has he's a, he's a years. demigod of sorts. I don't know. They have to find a fault of young Giamatti, I think. Just it's CG. <laughs> Maybe. I, it just feels like a wasted opportunity with Giamatti. It's a good it's good appearance. It's fun with him, but it just feels empty to not have him so In my brain, I mm. had that locked in that he's flirting with Lady Rose the whole episode. Oh really? And then watching this, I was like, wait a minute. This isn't Lady Rose. This is just another pretty young girl. Mm-hmm. Also, this like Lady Rose has like three friends. Oh yeah, that we, it's like, well, cool. We never met before or whatever. Uh, they never give us red shirt friends for Edith or Mary or Sybil. I, I guess it's because they never let her go to London, so yeah. we never get to see her uh, engage with other people. Um, but yeah, so one of them is. Uh, well, do we want to get to this big plot yet? Uh, with the prince. Yeah, I think we should. Let's wrap up all of the Giamatti related plots. Yeah. 
So he's got this little doofus servant. Oh my god, I hated it. I hated this guy. I didn't so even much. write the guy's name down. I don't think he said his name. He's just because he says yeah, he like, definitely does say his name. Really? Because he goes like, "Why are you calling me Mr. Levinson, dude?" <laughs> yeah, all American like that. You but, know, he's like Roy on that episode of The Simpsons where he's like, "So long, Mr. S. I need to go to my other adventures." Oh yeah, the yeah. Poochie episode. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, because he's like, uh, he tries to says like, I do have a real name, and Carson's like, it doesn't matter what your name is, know your role, shut your mouth. <laughs> Literally, he literally, he does him. like the whole rock promo like, on him. You want one of these here uh, hors d'oeuvres? They're delicious. Don't you talk to these? No, people. your role, shut your mouth. It doesn't Mr. matter no. what you think about the hors d'oeuvres. It doesn't matter what your name is. Your name is Mister Levins. Um, so, anyways, yeah, the Rock shows up and he plays Mister Carson. <laughs> oh, imagine episode. that! That'd be oh. game changer. Uh, I'd love it. Um, this guy is annoying. He does not shut up in the episode. And it's another brand new character who's only around for a week mm-hmm. yeah, that he, comes in and plants seeds in Daisy's head about leaving. This has happened multiple times. Right. And, and the thing is, like, yeah, so we had seen Shirley McLean earlier in the show, and she brought her own two American helpers. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in sight. Where's that one who shacked up with James? Nowhere in sight. You know, like... Nowhere. Nowhere. It's like, the, yeah, so we don't expect this guy to last longer than this episode. Thank God. 90 minutes with him was enough. Um, See, to do a yeah, quick, quick run through of the plot, Harold likes British food, surprisingly. He keeps saying it over and over. He's like, who would have thought? Which I don't know what the heck is so different about British food, really. like, <laughs> Yeah, so he tries to hire Daisy. Mm-hmm. Daisy's never thinking about it. Yeah. But then the guy's like, don't you know why I asked you? Well, well not necessarily. Well, GMI doesn't try to hire her. Um, the guy takes it upon himself. Yeah, right? he, he tells Giamatti, like, we got a, a servant who can bring this British food to you. Which, actually, now that I think about it, the only thing with British food that that's different that, than America is, what, they eat more fish? And it's like... I think it's simpler, right? Generally yeah, speaking? It, yeah, it's less... Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's more to the point, I guess. It's not probably as fried as it is over here. Um, I don't know. I don't You've know. been there. I haven't. It's also 100 years removed from what this show is. I mean, I went there. I had Nando's chicken like we have here in America. So. Oh, boy. Maybe that's what Daisy <laughs> I had McDonald's. That was my first meal when I went there. All the same. Um, anyways, though, so, yeah, he offers this role to Daisy, and she isn't that keen on it, but she's going to think about it for a second. Uh, but it's clear because this guy has the hots for her. He, mm-hmm. he, he even has a moment with Carson where he asks... If Daisy is seeing anyone, <laughs> yeah, Carson's. No one is seeing anyone. Yeah, Carson's like, yeah, he's like, under my authority, no one's seeing anyone. Know your role. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Levinson catches the drift. Oh, Daisy may be single. So if I give her a job, obviously that'll make her fall like, for me. Who's this Alfred guy you keep talking about? <laughs> yeah, come to America. You won't worry about any Alfred. Whoa. Uh, and once again, Alfred keeps pubbling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, pointless. Alfred has a job. This training course has turned into a full time position. Great. Yeah. Even as I see him like serve food, and he says delicious. I have the same reaction as Carson, which is like, don't tell people if food's delicious. Just give it to him. Like shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, anyways, this comes to a head where Daisy tells him, "No, I don't want to go with you to America, you weird man." Um, and she tells, and, and Pat Moore is like. Good job, Daisy. And she's like, I'm happier than I've been in forever because a guy wanted a guy me. wants me and now I know my worth. A guy's keen on me. But then we leave with the hook. Ivy kind of wants the job. Yeah, and it's not necessarily because of him. Uh, it's more so because she just wants to see something new, which is like what she's pretty much been hitting at the entire time she's been on there, like a longing for something more. And get her away from Jimmy. He's a creep. Sure, yeah. And America seems an opportunity. I don't know if she'll end up with Levinson because I... It seemed like he was like, oh, man, I got it. It's so funny to see how everyone's like has the hots for Ivy and stuff. And then he has the hots for Daisy. And then he gets stuck with Ivy. And he's like, ah, oh, her? And it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that, man. She's she's not that bad to look at, man. Come on, a man. A lot of people like her. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong? It just goes to show this guy's a weirdo who belongs in America with us. And then to, <laughs> to, to finally wrap up the American storyline. Yeah. Martha Levinson. Oh, yeah, my mom. This Alsop's dad mm-hmm. keeps hitting on her, and she keeps him around. Yeah. We get a couple moments. We get a, a good dowager grandmama scene, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But, again, nothing out of the ordinary. We've seen it before. It's not integral to the story. Yeah. So this guy, at the end of this trip, he's like, I think that we should be a thing. And she's like, I'm a modern woman. No. <laughs> yeah. I just kept you around because I didn't want to be bored. That's literally what she says. Like, she says, if you're ever in Newport, 
She says, bring your rich friends so I can entertain them or whatever. Like, yeah, she's saying, she, she's like, she's saying, I'm down. Well, no, but I'm not locking it down. No, she's. I think she is kind of amused by everyone like vying for their titles, as she says. You know, like uh, <laughs> there's something funny about people just falling over themselves for her when she just has no interest and they can't even tell. They just mm-hmm. want the money. Um, and, and even Jay Amati says like the jokes on them. Like you know, when she dies, they don't get the money. I do. Yacht party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so hopefully we see Cheryl McLean again. I can't remember if she comes back. I feel like we see her. She, I hope so. She can she's easily a, be slotted into the movie. She's slotted into this little show anywhere. She's she's a really good character. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a delight. Um, no reports of Giamatti for the movie, though. No, nah, hey, who knows? Surprise entrant. That is true. And they only announced the, the character names. They announced the actor names in the trailer. Yeah, so. We didn't look for Harold Levinson. <laughs> no, no, we did not. Um, so... Yeah, you don't see much of Cora with uh, them this episode. Yeah. Uh, so do we want to loop back to the big story, or do we want to cover some other ground first? Let's cover the other ground. Okay. So, well, a lot of this stuff does loop together, So, but we could talk about Branson. That's a, a kind of short... Yeah, so you know they go off to Rose's presentation, and they leave Branson behind. Uh, it's like Branson at- and Edith are still in town. Mm-hmm. Dowager's still in town. And uh, Barrow's like... What can we do do for you today? And he says, a little lunch and I'll get dinner at the pub. And Barrow's <laughs> yeah. like, what kind of life is this? Where he used to be under me and now I have to do whatever he says. I have to call him sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gets to go to the pub. Um, yeah, so he's he, Thomas is not happy about that. And what happens to Branson? He bumps into Miss Bunton. Bunting. Bunting. Uh, bunting. <laughs> She's not, we're not down south. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Miss Bunton. What <laughs> y'all doing? <laughs> Yeah. No, isn't it Bunton? Bunting. Like bunting, like the flags. Okay. All right. Well, I have them in my notes, Bunton, so I got <laughs> Like Dumplin'? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dumplin' Bunton. Um, but she drops like some papers, and who's there to pick him up? Branson. And she's like, you've been dodging me lately. And he's like, no, I'm going to get dinner. You want to get dinner? And then the <laughs> yeah. dowager shows up, and it's really awkward. Yeah. And Bunting continues to feel a lot like Edna Braithwaite when she's like those people yeah how do you like those people Uh, it's kind of funny when he bumps into her and she drops her papers like the bells are ringing for noon but I almost feel like the sense of like doom from those bells ringing like I know it's just like the noon local bells but she is so much like Edna Braithwaite she's a she's She's not as necessarily evil no she's just a negative energy yeah and fellows dude come on yeah, yeah. Are we yeah. supposed to be charmed by her? Because I'm not. No, no. So she wants to come see the manor. She well, asks, the, yeah, they go to dinner, and she asks to see the manor. And he's like, no. And she's like, why not? And he's like, okay. Yeah, come on over. Um, and she comes over, and just seeing the manor isn't enough. She wants to see from the balcony, from upstairs mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, not a great idea. Yeah. And she says, I don't care. And oh. Barrow sees him. Well, yes, yeah, so you go up there. And let me tell you, from having been there at High Clear again, just reference it, you're not missing much if you go to that second floor and you look down. I don't, I don't, I don't see the, the appeal exactly. Well, this is a... Different area, I guess. This is a fake... <laughs> different time period, I guess. You don't have many views. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Barrow's standing in the shadows. Yeah, he's completely standing in the like, shadow. Like, like Darth like, Vader, I'd say, like in the darkness. And he says, can I help you, sir? <laughs> and he's like, we're just leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Barrow's like... Whatever yeah. you say, sir. Yeah. He really leans into saying sir this episode to really like twist it to like Branson. Like, do you realize how stupid this is that I'm having to serve you? Mm-hmm. Sir, sir, sir. <laughs> he says it like at least a dozen times. Um, so anyways, though, there, Branson's eating breakfast by himself. Mm-hmm. And he tries to clarify to Thomas. <laughs> well, Bran- Barrow's like looming. And he's like, yeah. you don't have to do this. And he says, I don't. I, I like to know what's going on. And yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, this man. Yeah, he he doesn't like him, and Branson's just like it wasn't what you think. And Thomas's like I wasn't under the impression that you have to tell me what to think. As he audibly clenches his fist, you hear like the sound of his his fist clenching. Barrow or Branson? Yeah, Barrow. Like they show it's like, like the mechanical shot of... Luke Skywalker hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You Love? you hear his fist tighten. Um. So, anyways, you kind of hope like, oh man, maybe Thomas won't report this, but. He does it anyways. He yeah. goes straight to Robert when they go to when Branson goes to uh, the ball or whatever. He goes straight to Robert and tells him about a Miss Bunton. Pardon me, Miss Bunting. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Just imagine if he told Robert about Miss Button. <laughs> and Robert's like, where's this button at? Sounds like you're saying button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Robert just brings it up. He's like, hey, is this true? Yeah. And Branson's right. like, she's just a friend. Yeah, it's half true. Said She said she's just a friend. And honestly, I know as much as Thomas is a bad guy here, I think he is justified in bringing it up to, to Robert because... Again, it would be scandalous for Branson to marry or be with a woman like Miss Bunting. So mm-hmm. I think he has every right to tell Robert, like, hey, I saw him around the manor while everyone else was gone hanging it's, out with this woman. It's a much less, uh, it's like a much lower key version of what's happening with with the jazz singer, with yeah. Jack Ross earlier in the exactly. season. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just inappropriate. No, no, no. And, and, and I, we know we're supposed to understand that Branson like shouldn't bring her up there and stuff like that. He doesn't want to, yeah. But yeah. he and shouldn't it, have even brought her into the house. Yeah, but we don't really get a moment with him to be like, well, I guess him telling Thomas is that wasn't what he thought, but we're probably going to see more of her next year. Unfortunately. Yeah. There's a lot of ends that do not get tied up in this season. Mm-hmm. Usually there's like a hard cut next year. Yeah. We're going to start with a new start. It's like, no, we've got the same sort of conflicts going into next season. Yeah, because um, the other thing that's going to carry on next season, Mary. <laughs> She is still juggling and juggling. <laughs> There's really... She is a juggalo. Yeah, she is. Yeah. This doesn't do much for any of her stories. Well, there is one key thing that doesn't come up until late in the episode. That's true. So Blake and Gilliam are hanging around most of the episode for the, the parties and stuff. And they're literally talking to Mary about how they're both trying to get her. Yeah. To her face. Right. To uh, the point where she's like... A year ago, I was a mourning widow, and now I have two, and if you count Evelyn Napier, three guys coming for me. Well, I, I, are you talking about the scene where she talks to Gilliam at the end? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, nothing really happens in this episode until that, that scene where she sits down with Gilliam at the end. Well, there's a, there's little things, but nothing yeah. truly advances. Right. I, I feel like she gives that speech to Gilliam, because, so Gilliam tells her that, oh, Blake, he's actually going to be rich. That guy you thought was just uh, helping with the pigs and stuff? He's going to inherit the sea or whatever. Well, like, yeah, because she, she's like, if you know, Blake's not of our kind. And yeah. he's like, surprise, he's one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a higher-ranked individual than Gillingham. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. it seems like a foolish thing for Gillingham to bring up. Right. But he was a surprise that she didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think she tells Gillingham afterwards, because he kind of realizes, oh, this is actually bad news for me. And I think she kind of lets him down a little bit easy, saying, like, you know, a year ago, I wasn't ready for dating or anything, but now I have these options, and like you know, I'm glad that you came into my life. I think mm-hmm. that's what she's essentially telling him. But he's not ready to back down, though. No, and neither is Blake. It seems. I think Blake has the head right now. Oh yeah, especially with the events that happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, so- Mary, for the first time, I feel like in conversation with people that are not Downton, brings up her son. She's oh, like, yeah. I need to think about my future with my child, with with uh, whatever his name is. I didn't even yeah. I always forget George. Yeah. Um, George's future matters that's too. That's true. He is important. Uh, but as Violet said, these are Mary's men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mary's men. Oh, that's very. That's good. Yeah, but so yeah, she resolves this episode with Mister Blake after that conversation with Gilliam by uh, saying, you know, why didn't you tell me that you're going to be rich? And he's like, oh, I didn't realize I had to, or whatever. And it's like. He didn't really. He doesn't give any good reason as to why he didn't tell her. It's just mm-hmm. Julian Fellows conveniently felt to withhold that until. You think Fellows is sitting in the room like, how do I make this more interesting? Yeah, like Giamatti's not pulling his weight in this episode. <laughs> we need a hook. I think is also he kind of like juggled Gillingham and Blake to see who had more chemistry with uh, Lady yeah, Mary. Vince McMahon. He, he wanted yeah. to see the crowd reaction. Yeah, who likes he... who the most? And then he waited until the season wrapped up, and then the Christmas he's like, let's lean it towards Blake. They have better chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Blake better. Yeah, I, I think Gillingham's kind of scummy for for his wife or whatever, or for, and, and for I his just, fiance. I, I don't like his uh, cut of his jib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't li- I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way he he's been kind of coming into it. Yeah. So how does this episode resolve with them? She she tells him to get ready for battle with Gilliam, much the same way we resolved the last episode of the season finale. <laughs> yeah. So. That it, okay, we'll see that next season. We'll, when are these guys going to be like enough? I've been waiting on you for a year or two. I know she's a catch, but like, but at what point is she that worth it? Yeah, I mean, look at Giamatti. He's got yachts and parties and stuff like that. That guy knows what's going on. Yeah, Mary's kind of a 
She's got. You a, know, she's a widow. She's yeah, got a kid. She's a got lot a, there. There's a lot there. Because she says like, I thought my life would be trying to get Downton back, like save Downton, and now I got. I mean, we know our boy Blake. Mm-hmm. He can help keep Downton afloat. Yeah, yeah killing yeah. him. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see how it turns out. I mean, love is a funny thing. It is indeed. Just ask Edith. Oh, good <laughs> uh, transition right there. Yeah. So uh, she had the baby. And everyone keeps talking like, Edith, why are you so depressed? Why do you look so tired, Edith, all yeah, she, the time? She came back from a vacation. And, and the, she seems and more tired They do than the ever. classic thing where they darken like her eyes a little bit to make it seem like she's mm-hmm. tired. Um, so, yeah, her, ba- her body's back to normal shape. If you ask me, she looks exactly the same as she did. Yeah. <laughs> when she was five months pregnant or four months pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she had a girl. She and, did. And she had to stick around to wean the baby uh, off her. Which is crazy. Yeah. She's grown attached to her child. Duh. Yeah. And uh, Violet gently uh, ribs her saying, your French must be superb now. <laughs> and then Edith is like, come on. This ain't funny. This I had to give time, up a kid. No time for quips, woman. Yeah. We're in it. Yeah, yeah. And Edith is all kinds of frustrated. She says at one point, we should make more of a scene about everything. It's like, yeah, you should fight for what you love when, it, when it's your kid, I guess. you know. Yeah, we start <laughs> to see a bit of a Edith Branson unspoken agreement alliance forming over what marries the chosen one mm. to sort of be you know marries the old the old guard yeah we're, version two we're, we're going to be the ones to have to bring change around here yeah yeah i, I guess i if, if i mean like there's, the seeds are there is some planted. charge here for edith because if grigson is uh because he's still missing uh there's a chance she could inherit his newspaper yeah uh, which would make her very powerful. And we have one piece of news about Gregson. Mm-hmm. He was beat up by a gang. Of toughs. <laughs> a, a gang of toughs, they say. Tufton. Tuft- you think Tufton from last year? The the overweight dude who yeah. had a thing for Patmore? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I, I, they, the night he showed up, he badmouthed some toughs. Well, because they, they, they were saying some negative things or whatever. Some They were speaking yeah, bad they're politics. They're in Germany in 1923. Yeah, according to IMDb Trivia, this was likely to be like early protege, like Nazis or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he, he got beat up by, uh, in the making, Nazis, uh, Gregson. Uh, so he didn't join up the Nazis like we thought. He just got beat <laughs> up by them. Uh, better guy than we thought. And he hasn't been seen since. Uh, uh, poor, yeah. poor Michael. So this creates a pickle though for uh, for Edith. It's a real pickle. If she it's the same pickle she was in the last episode. Though. The difference is if she has this newspaper, she has to give it to her son. He's the rightful heir after her daughter. Her daughter. She has to give it to her daughter. Uh, so it's just like, well, how do you handle this? What do you do? And she's just so distraught because she raised her baby for a couple months. Yeah, yeah. But as Rosamond shows up and tells her, you can't take the baby away from the Schroders. <laughs> Who are the Schroders? <laughs> we, we you know those Schroders? We all know and love the Schroders. From that episode in between the season? Yeah, or between the season finale and this episode? Maybe know? that's the movie. It's just that. The Schroders <laughs> missing the kid or whatever. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever meet them because uh, Edith decides to get her baby back. She has a secret meeting with the pig man. <laughs> yes, the pig man is back <laughs> in full force. It, it, he's going to raise the baby like all his other pigs. <laughs> Healthy Apparently he has, he has lots of kids already, and he's like, my wife says we're not done yet. Oh, my God. So let's just get, And he says, if I bring my wife mm-hmm. a child that I say was the child of an old friend who died... Yeah. She won't ask questions. What it's a like, nice, loving wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's this living thing that's going to be. You need to find a here. woman like that for me. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't, she, do no, you, though? <laughs> she takes in kids, no questions. She must have a heart of gold. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll I'm see. sure we'll see. I'm sure this will go over great for Edith and this big man. I'm, I yeah. can't wait to Edith see. Edith and the pig man, we're, we're in for it. So, Buckle up. So, this is what we got carrying over to the next season. We got Branson and Miss Bunting. Hoy. Edith and the pig man. Hoy. <laughs> and Mary and. The two men. The two men. Oy. Oy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see Oy when we bay. get there. Giamatti? Nope. No, <laughs> no it's Giamatti. Nice to know you. G- goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there is one big wrap-up this episode, I think. Uh, that Do we want to talk? There's a couple other little things, I think. Mr. Carson uh-huh. wants to have a party. Oh, yeah. I, Cora's like, I'll... We can have a party for the staff after because you guys are working your asses off here. Yeah, they're getting worked to the bone for these parties. Um, 
And yeah, so he was telling me, like, take him out for an outing. To, or Carson actually has that idea. But he, he starts had, coming up. He's like, the Museum of Natural History. Museum of the Science. The Art Gallery. Yeah. Westminster Abbey. And he's like, what, <laughs> now let's talk about it to the people. And then everyone's like, oh. This sounds boring, like a school trip or whatever. And then he's like, what if we just go to the beach? And how did he get that idea? Hughes, right? Yeah, Hughes posted on the post-it board a picture of the, the Brighton Beach <laughs> for them to go to. And it, he makes it seem like he came up with this idea on his own. And everyone's yeah. like, he was incepted him. She yeah. got inside his mind. Um, and she walked in the water with him. Yeah. So they, and they have like, a well, v- they go to the beach and uh, everyone's pretty much, all the men are pretty much working, wearing their work clothes, except yeah. for Bates. Bates actually has like beach wear, uh, which yeah, is like, he just cl- donated all his clothes to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, he, uh, we see Carson struggling to step into the water. He doesn't want to get his pants wet. He's got him rolled up too. When's the last time you think he got his pants wet? <laughs> he probably pees himself all the time. He works so hard, he just pees himself. Holds it in all day. <laughs> um, I've wet myself. <laughs> this is used. I need a new pair of pants. Come on. <laughs> Br- uh, bring me my pants. Oh, man. Uh, so, but Carson's afraid, but Hughes offers a hand for him to hold on. Yeah, and he's like, You're, we're really in it, you and me. And, and Hughes says, like, you can hold my hand anytime for support. And he's like, oh. <laughs> My pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a new pair of pants. Um, he's just got to get that wedding problem figured out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's the first like time we see them actually like hold each other's hand. Like actually like meaningfully maybe like. Uh-oh. Maybe there'll be a thing one day. Maybe. Maybe. It's just a real sweet moment though to see them two like being there for each other. Um Things come. Maybe we'll see. Maybe Hughes and Carson become a power couple. Yeah. We'll see. And then one more thing from the downstairs. The the Baxter, Molesley, Thomas thing continues. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this, though. I love... That. So, Baxter's on her own, but Thomas tells... Uh, was it Daisy to report to Baxter that, like, yeah, like... I'm looking forward to hearing your stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, shakes her to her core. Um, but Mosley is there in the background the whole time saying, like, you know... You're not that bad of a person. Don't like, worry. Don't about, let him do that. Yeah. Don't let him get to you and stuff. And then it has the same sort of ending as it did last time, where Mosley's like, "Get away from him." And then they walk away. But she she gives a little bit more backbone towards Thomas. Like, I don't want to do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she you know, tells Mosley, "Your strength has made me strong." Yeah. And you think about it. She's been there for about a year now. So hopefully mm-hmm. she's in well enough with Cora, where like whatever miserable secret that Thomas knows about her, it won't wreck her. You know. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see. It seems like Mosley's getting on well. Everyone's just shacking up downstairs, you know. You got Carson Hughes, maybe Mosley Baxter, Daisy, living her best life. Yep. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Patmore's got someone on the way. Who knows? Tofton, not Tofton, <laughs> not Tofton. Uh, well, speaking of hookups, possibly Lady Merton, uh, Lord Merton. Yeah, that's still. But Isabel doesn't seem to want Lord yeah, Merton. Lord Merton, old man, comes over to ask Isabel to the ball. She's not so sure about it. And then she caves and she's like, all right, let's go. And then and that's, that's, that's that. It. That's the whole storyline. Lord Merton. Lord Merton. Uh, yeah. And Violet's like, ooh, what's this? Yeah, yeah. She Again, that's the same as last episode. It's almost like reiterating for fans who'd watched the episode a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, this is still very much a thing here two months later at Christmas. We'll see it again next year. Yeah, these this poor man has been waiting so patiently. He's in his seventies. It's so funny because he, you know, he forgot that her son had passed away, and you think he just disappeared for months now because he was so embarrassed afterwards. Well, I I don't know if we disappeared for months. Well, it seems like he it, just walks in. He's like, yeah, "Hello." That's true. Where is Clarkson during all this? I feel like we haven't seen Clarkson for a while. He's in a lot of sickness. That's true. Got to <laughs> take care of it. Um. So, anyways, the big thing that gets tied off downstairs is the Bates and Anna drama. And that that ties into everything else. Yeah, but well, I guess the Bates and Anna. There's someone asked for clothes. Yeah, someone asked for like a Bates's coat to wash, and Hughes no to give away to donate. Oh, to donate, yeah, to yeah. Goodwill. So Hughes picks out of his pocket a, a train ticket to London and to York. Yeah, uh, which Baxter inadvertently sees, but keeps to herself. No, doesn't Hughes? Oh, but Hughes sees it. And talks to who about it, Mary? Yeah, Mary. and they're like, "What do we do?" And because like, Mary's like, oh, "This confirms that Bates may have killed killed the man." Now, how do you feel about after last week? You're saying Bates definitely I don't, didn't. I don't think he did it. Why do you have a trip? Why do you have a ticket there? Huh? He's gonna. It's gonna be something stupid. I, it's gonna be like he 
he bought a house or something like that, or he got an inheritance or something. It's gonna be something dumb. Sure, sure. It's gonna be something Julian Fallowsy, or he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I am so witty with what I did yeah. to Mr. Bates. Of course, they thought he might have killed a man. He did not. Yeah. So, so anyways, though, the uh, Hughes and Mary struggle with like, should we say something about Bates doing this? And and it's so so weird how they handle it because like Hughes has a pointed thing of like, when was the last time you were in London, Bates? Oh, when my mother died during the war or whatever. So uh-huh. like he's clearly lying about being there. Why would he lie about that? But then they, yeah, yeah well, he's yeah. bought a toy or but, something. But they play this like menacing music. Like, so what? So if Bates did kill this man, is he going to kill Hughes if she found out his <laughs> secret? Is that what they're teasing here? But they're like, uh, should the man be brought to justice? And then they're like, but you probably you wouldn't. You don't judge him for it. It's a yeah. bad thing that happened. And Mary asks, like, Bates, like, you know, like, I don't know what she asked him, but they play the menacing music, and it's like, wait, he would kill Mary, too, to, like, keep oh, the secret of It just goes up the chain of all these people who know about Bates killing a man, just killing more and more people. Uh-huh. It's just the He's weird... He's on a spree. Yeah, it's a weird kind of menacing music to play around a character we supposedly love mm-hmm. at this point. Um, either way, it resolves in that they decide not to take care of it and this ties into the biggest, the the most exciting plot that I had completely forgot about for the this heist. episode. Yeah, I forgot this happened in this episode. Ocean's I, Eleven. I forgot that it ever happened. I didn't know this was a plot it's line. It's like Grantham's Five. Yeah, no, it is. Or Crawley's Five. It is so entertaining. Um, this is yeah, this is Fast Five adjacent. Uh, fast, maybe Fury Six more more along the way because they're in London. Um, so. Lady Dudley Moore, or what was it? Is it Dudley Moore? That, that's a comedian. Uh, Dudley. I think I wrote Dudley Moore. Is it? I think there's some Dudley Moore connection. I, I know she's a Dudley. Is she from Dudley? I no. It's um. Well, her name is Frida. Frida Dudley. Yeah, let's just go off of that. Yeah, we could we could look it up. Uh, yeah, it's Frida Dudley Moore. Oh my god. Um. So, anyways. So she's one of Rose's friends that we meet. Uh-huh. Uh, but she's hanging around the Prince of Wales. Uh, upon research, this was a real person who hung around the Prince of Wales for about five years. Around oh, that time. okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're all out together. Yeah. Oh, dirty old Samson is back. Yeah, the, the swindler. Mischievous poker player that Gregson uh, got one over on earlier in the season. He, he's around. And I don't recall seeing it, but somehow he comes in possession of a letter. Yeah, they say, well, they're dancing, and then they're like, hey... Can you keep an eye on our stuff? Mm-hmm. And they leave him at the table, and he just like no, there's no subtlety. He just literally takes her purse, opens it, and I thought he was stealing money. Yeah, but he took a letter. He took a letter from the prince to her, which is a no-no because he's he's going to be the king. This is you don't want this getting out there. This is a scandal. Yeah, the prince is playing around. Yeah, so Dudley Moore um, tells. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from that movie in the eighties, uh, Arthur Dudley yep. Moore. Um, so Russell he, Brand. Yeah, he he tells uh, uh, Lady Rose that the letter was stolen, and they got to do something about it. Lady Rose, but go- like all of a sudden, it becomes their fault. Yeah, which is so weird to me that that it's like they even think that it's their fault because it's not their fault. Yeah, I guess it's not really the Crawley's fault. It's because she will. Who who was Mr. Sampson for there in the first place? I guess wasn't he there? Was he was he at the table already, or was he with one of? The, but they don't like it. They don't like him. Robert goes on records like he's not my friend. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know why they're all there, but they take it upon themselves because Rose goes to Robert, tells him this letter was stolen, and he is like, "Oh, this could ruin we, our we, kingdom." We get a good God. Yeah. 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 Uh, he Robert understands the scale of the situation. This could be bring ruin to London, <laughs> that this man is yeah. writing letters to, to a woman. Um, so they have to hatch a plan to steal this letter back. Uh-huh. Uh, and it really is like oh, Ocean's we, Eleven. Like yeah. You see the camera move from this person to this person. We need person. four people for this job. <laughs> well, we need one more. Yeah. So we, they need... To, so the, the, the plan is Robert's going to host a poker game. Mm-hmm. And at the poker game, he's going to invite Samson because he knows Samson's a card shark and he's going to try to swindle them out of their money. Yeah. While they're doing that... Well, they're going to steal it, but as Robert says, you can't steal something that's been stolen, which I think is an actual line from like a Fast and Furious movie. It's like literally like from an action movie. (laughs) It's just Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, does that deep, raspy voice. Lady Rose, we'll get this. (laughs) We got for family. Family. For Paul. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they get a team together. So it's Mary. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and our boy Blake. Yeah, because Blake they, and Rose. Yeah, because they suggest Gillingham, but they think like he wouldn't be able to get away from the table, or because uh-huh. uh, he's closer friends with Samson or something. Yeah, because he was at that original poker game. They mentioned Evelyn Napier, but he's not in London. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah, that that doof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. No one suggests Giamatti. This has been the perfect. No, he's there. Time. I know, but they could have. This has been the perfect time to like integrate him with the family somehow. Yeah, like, like he's he's done questionable things yeah too. we know he has right he's done nothing else so anyways speaking of questionable things what they need a way to get into his suite mr sampson yeah they need a they letter need... with his signature yeah so they go to mr bates and they say we gotta ask you something we we need someone with the kind of skills of someone you know from prison yeah and he's like oh a particular set of skills. <laughs> like we need someone who can forge. And he says, "I know just the person." Did you think this meant he was going to get like Durant? No, or, or, <laughs> no. We so already know he's a, he's on record as having forged documents. By the way, show. we had not seen Bates in this episode until they asked, like, "We need someone who can do forgery." And this is forty five minutes into the episode, we hadn't seen Bates once, and then he just happened to show up. Oh yeah, he's in London. I and, know forgery. Yeah, he knows someone who can do forgery. And then he does it, and it shows him, does it like Anna walk in, and she's like, why are you smiling? He he, yeah. And he's like, I'm happy about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shows him with one letter in front of him, <laughs> yeah. and the other letter next to him, he's like, you know, it's like a cop walk, to just get thrown in jail. They make it seem like it's a very particular like thing you can do, but he just makes it obvious, like, oh, anyone can do this. He's got to carefully copy. He's like, all I need to do is get a signature. I can write however I want. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. then they bust in. Yeah, so, well, the, the purpose of this note is, you to know... To get them in, get an excuse to get into the flat. Because they can't pick a lock. Uh-huh. So they have to send the women to the to the theater, and the men will play the poker game to distract him. So no one knows where the other women are, since a few of them are going to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes Sherman McLean, who doesn't really want to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so who goes? Who sneaks in the room? It's Blake, it's Mary, Rose. and Rose, to snoop around Samson's room. And that's where we find out, oh, Samson does cheat at cards somehow. Oh, we all knew he cheated at cards. We all knew he... But But they're they're like, ugh, this is the den of a card shark. But they don't even show, like, you know, how he may be cheating in there. I like that he has a little poker table in his room. It's like, if you gotta practice, you gotta practice in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they search around the room. Uh, We don't really see it, but they don't find the letter. No, it's not there. No. And they tell Bates about this, and he just has this knowing look of like, I know what the letter is. And then he puts the jacket on, and he procures the letter from the breast pocket. Yeah, he, he says, Mr. Sampson, do you need help with your, your uh, jacket? I don't know when from him picking up the jacket to him hand, putting it on. Kid. Oh, he's a, he's, this is Bates in full effect. Yeah, he's a pickpocket, all right. He's, he, he's a pickpocket and a forger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gives he like he learned a few he, things he like in prison as he told up, us that one Holds time. it up over his, he- his head to like, look at what I've got. And then Robert's like, oh! Chip, chip, Bates. You have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love also um, how Robert earlier in the episode, Mary's just like, we shouldn't do anything about this. And Robert's like, this is London. Like, this is the our monarchy. This is Brazil. <laughs> yeah. If we don't do this, this country's going to fall apart. I love the the weight of London is hanging in the balance of the Crawleys, yeah, like the Granthams. Like, they have to take care of this. Like, um and they do. They, and they, they do one more job. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Robert's like, they're like, how did he? Where did he do it? Like, Mr. Bates found it on the on the ground. Yeah. Why yeah, can't yeah. you just give away that Mr. Bates? He already procured a forged document for you. Yeah. Just say that he did something. Look, you can't you can't steal. Mm-hmm. What's it's, it's not stealing if it's already been stolen. Yeah. Crisis for the monarchy is averted. Um, and that's that. That that is that. Well, also since Bates did that, Mary decides. Oh, I don't have to report on Bates potentially murdering a man. Let's throw away this piece of evidence in the fire. But then, because of all of that, mm-hmm. Lady Rose's ball happens, mm-hmm. and the crown prince shows up. Right, because so the lady, his uh, lady Frida uh, Dudley Moore, pays it forward and says, "Hey, these guys helped you out, out of a tough situation." Dance like to you, it. you owe Lady Rose more than you will ever know. Yeah, because Lady Rose is all like it. It is very much like Robert and Rose are the point people right. here. Right. And, Even and, though Bates Bates is the, sl- the slam dunk. Yeah. I, I love uh, Robert says, like, you know, if anything goes astray for, like, Rose after this, it's on her own because you can't top the Prince of Wales showing up at your introductory. Mm-hmm. Like, that's boss mode. Um, funny enough, though, uh, just reading more about the Prince of Wales, he went on to be king eventually, like, a bunch of years later. 
was only the king for about a year because he like divorced his wife and went on to marry his mistress or something like that. Oh, so I don't know anything about the British so royal family. I think it's a bit a bit of a wink, wink that like because they say like if he's going to get in trouble, it's going to be by his own hand eventually, and mm-hmm. I guess that's what they're referencing is like he does it anyways. He's a flanderer. So that that old prince, that go good old prince, that prince of Wales. I think that's uh, the we got through the the stories, the major stories, right? Yeah. Was this a good Christmas special? Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I think that really brought it together, though, the whole uh, thief thing. We, we got Giamatti. I mean, we did get Giamatti for what it's worth. We did. Uh, so this is definitely, this is better than last Christmas when we saw Matthew die. Which they had an odd moment in this episode where Branson says to Edith, why didn't they sell the manor? Because of Matthew. Oh, I miss Matthew. Oh, yeah. And then at the poker <laughs> game, they're like, hey, has anybody heard what happened to Gregson? <laughs> and Robert's like, oh, you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazis. By the way, and... and Oh, so what is it? Miss Butte took ill. Who's Miss Butte again? That's why Hughes I think Miss Butte have to, or might, they, might just be the the lady who's in charge of the the London house, which is also oh, okay. insane. Right. That that they have this whole other house. Right. Because I think does Branson say like, why didn't you just sell that? And they're like, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been enough to cover our debt. Right. But do they need like another mansion in London? Mm-hmm. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, they're the Crawleys. So, you know. Um, I feel like I saw like sets from like or photos from like the set when they shot this episode because I think it was a big thing when they drove to Buckingham Palace and like their garb because like you see them like all the people standing outside as they're driving to the manor and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of that was like they told people this is going to happen because how often do you see Downton Abbey at Buckingham Palace? Yeah, um, but there's some pretty heinous green screening in this episode too. I didn't notice that. During the picnic scene, whatever the memorial that they go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just clear green screen in the background Mm -hmm. and the establishing shots. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. You see why Downton is not a show that doesn't, that like, it stays in Yorkshire for a reason. Yeah. So some choice quotes from this episode? Uh, There's the part in the beginning when they're trying to figure out the sleeping situation in Mm -hmm. the London house. And Mary says, I'd rather sleep on the roof than share with Edith. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, why haven't we seen uh, Uncle Levinson yet? Well, I haven't felt the need to leave America. I don't feel the need now. <laughs> so that's why we hadn't seen him. To Cora, Lady Mary says, in regards to Rose, your niece is a flapper. Accept it. Yeah, yeah. Because she's just, you know, she's very modern. Yeah, she's in, in a party. Uh, the man at the Ritz. That man, his name is Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... Uh, uh, excuse me i have to from the dowager can you even offer help without seeming ugh. can you even offer help without seeming like the trumpeter on the peak of the moral high ground to mm. which the isabel says must you always sound like the sister of marie antoinette <laughs> and then the conversation keeps going where the dowager's like well i'll turn anything into a compliment thanks yeah yeah, yeah. I, I had to like i had to rewind it like three times and the, the quotes kept being good but oh, i, I yeah. said all right, I've wasted about ninety seconds trying to get. This I know, and this sentence. episode's long enough. Uh, Prince Shrimp, uh, Prince of Wales, good old Shrimpy. <laughs> when they mention, <laughs> oh, what's up, Shrimp? Yeah, you all know Shrimpy. Um, there's that weird interaction with Rose and the Queen, where she says, "Oh yeah, the prince was popular wherever he went," and the king's like, "Yes, he's never short of popularity because mm-hmm. you all know the Prince of Wales." Um, and then somebody says, uh. Like the family are packed like sardines, mm-hmm. and I forget I didn't write who said this. If the family are sardines, where the, the staff are maggots. That's, Patmore says that, and Rose and Mary are like, Ugh. <laughs> like that's not funny. <laughs> don't don't tell us the reality of the life that we make you guys live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when the dowager goes to dance with Branson, because Branson's like, well, you know, they have a weird interaction where the dowager, you know, talks about class or whatever, and then the Branson's like, well. Can we dance? And mm-hmm. she says, "Well, I know you know how to steer." Uh, hey oh, she can't. She can't let it go. No. And Blake uh, says at one point, "Do you have a dog in the ward to Gilliam or something like that?" Like you have a dog in the fight. I think. I think that was a quote. There's that one part where where uh, Robert says, "Oh, I can't wait for Tom to show up," and they're like, "Oh, this is really unusual that you say this." And he oh, goes, yeah. and "He goes, Tom's bringing ISIS." I'm excited to see ISIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then ISIS shows up. It's like, what's up, ISIS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like how like it's just like they show like Branson. Like, yeah, it's as if Robert's like thinking of him like far away. Um, 
Oh, Bates one says, or Anna says, Bates hates shopping, and Hughes is like, oh, it must be a man thing, because <laughs> you know we hate shopping. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, anyways, let's just get to the up and down. All right, enough of this quote. So let's. let's oh wait, uh, oh, Bates at the end says to Anna, "You can always buy me a penny lick." Heyo, heyo. He's talking about ice cream. Um, let's go. To, okay, let's go down. I'll start it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, this is a, there's a lot of ups this week. This is a very down, unbalanced I, episode. Yeah, down I think is pretty obvious. I have Mr. Samson at number three. Okay. He doesn't get away with the letter. Okay. Yeah. I got Mr. Carson at number three. Really? Because I think he's, he tries to play... Also, before we even talk about this, when they start the dancing, yeah. Carson's the conductor of the band for one show. Oh, yeah. He waves his hand. He's not a conductor. He can do it all. He's charming Charlie. Well, either way, that whole... Like, like, it's this beneath is a, him. Everything with this planning, this thing, he thinks he's got it together. Mm-hmm. He's clueless. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, yeah. I, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt because he got the whole to use his hand. Yeah. But um, at number two, I have Gilliam because he's falling in the favor to marry. Uh, okay. I, Blake I, is pulling all ahead. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, I got Edith at number two. All right. Questionable decision making on oh, okay. her part. Okay. Sure. That's. that's yeah. That's how she's taking on a kid. Yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah. I think number one's pretty easy though. Who do you have for number one? Branson. You think Branson? Think he got caught bringing a woman upstairs? Are you he kidding was a me? Mistake. Ah, that's that, that. It looks bad. Robert found out too. That's not good for Branson. We'll see. Uh, this okay. this could. Le- I have I have Samson at number one. Okay, fine. <laughs> He's a returning character. I thought yeah. you know. All right, give him his due. They find they expose him that he lives in this little, ugh, suite. Yeah. Filled with cheating devices and. He gets the letter taken from him. He thinks he he's a piece of dirt. Yeah, and he gets what's coming. Spoiler alert: He's not going to appear in any more episodes, so he's going to be an eternity on the down <laughs> end of our rankings. Um, Good. All right. So up. Who's who's number three for you? The the prison skills, Mister Bates. That's good. He's he's got he uses his prison skills. He's in the clear. That's true. And everyone seems to give him the moral pass on potentially Maybe. murdering, even yeah. though he definitely didn't. That's true. Uh, I have Baxter. She, okay, she's showing 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 some backbone against Thomas. She's she's been a decent player all year. I, I predict big things for her next season. I liked her. Baxter, she's coming in. Yeah, at two, I got Mary. Oh yeah, she's still playing the game. She's making more decisions. She's yeah. player in this heist. She could have got in there. Yeah. Uh. Well, I have Edith at number two actually. On the up. Yeah, she may be inheriting a newspaper, and I thought it showed like some. You know, independent thought. Yeah, by being like, I want this baby in my life. I'm not gonna let send him away or send her away. I'm gonna have it. So I thought that was good for her to like take the initiative. So good, that's good for fine. You, yeah. Well, I got Lady Rose at number one. Oh yeah, she orchestrates. Yeah, big point player mm-hmm. for this heist. Yeah, she does well. Yeah. She got friends. We it's didn't true. know she had friends. Yeah, yeah. She. uh and the crown prince shows up to her coming out ball, which is like boom. That's huge. That didn't is happen huge. to Mary. Didn't that, happen to Edith. That's true. That is fair. Well, well, I have Daisy at number one. Daisy, yeah. number one. She's going to be keen for the next year. She says for a man fancying her. That's, <laughs> that's a long time. That's a year. That's pathetic. I don't know. I, I mean, just from the season she's had, having to deal with Alfred and being on the the ropes, like to her bounce back and like I know she had a good week last week, or like asserting herself. There's a lot of characters to choose from this episode who are having a good week. But I, that was the one thing I do recall from this episode that, like, I don't, I forget a lot of things, but I remember that quote of Daisy saying, I'm going to be, uh, remember, like, be happy about that for a year. I don't know why that stuck with me, but it's just like, good for you, Daisy. All right. Good for you. And she got offered a job that she turned down. Turned down. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Yeah. See you. But no, I, I think those are fair picks, though, with Lady Rose and, uh, Mary. I mean, Robert had a good week too. A lot of I people know. had a good week. I know it was a it was a good. Harold had a great week. Yeah, Harold. Yeah, Giamatti. We'll Martha see. had a good week. Lots of good weeks. A lot of good weeks. Isabel, sure. Isabel, just know. go down she, the list. Yeah, just keep just name Bun, all the characters. Bunton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did have a good week. She, had, she got she got a view. She got a view. Hey yo, hey yo. Thomas got Thomas had a decent week. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's let me change this. <laughs> no, that's the London season. All right, well, you know, that's the end of this season. For for season four, got two more left in the left to go. Yep. Uh, Keep taking that survey. Let us yeah. know what you want. We'll us to come do back next. to you soon with a recap of the season. 
Yeah, so we have uh, we we mentioned last week our potential schedule, but we really don't know. There's a lot of uh, things happening in the next several yeah, weeks. Yeah, I'm starting a new job, and you're uh, you got a show to play, and yeah, and uh, next times. week on Sunday, thirty men enter, thirty women enter. The Royal Rumble, <laughs> yeah. the Royal Rumble. We gotta make time for that event too, and then the oh. Super Bowl too. I, yeah, that's right. I, you don't watch? I watch it. I mean, uh, I, everyone watches the Super Bowl. True. I have less of a dog in the fight. Maroon Five is playing the halftime show though. We're gonna see what can I don't really Star care. Wars trailer <laughs> is there? I think so. All a right. Joker trailer. Oh, will it be a Downton Abbey trailer in the Super Bowl? Oh man, imagine! <laughs> oh man. Well, well we do. We, we do know that PBS torpedoed the worst episode That's by true. putting it against the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Would it be great if they showed that episode every year during the Super Bowl? Of what the the cousin that yeah. you claim Patrick? To be? Yeah, Patrick. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely we'll be back. We'll be back. But Soon. we don't know how we're gonna let that wine age maybe a couple more weeks. Yeah, we don't know about the wine episode. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get we have it. We're gonna celebrate our anniversary <laughs> a little late. Yeah. But we'll do it appropriately. Yeah. So until then you can follow us on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. You can hit us up on Patreon. Yeah, if you wanna uh, donate to us if it's not a, a negative to your own well being, please donate. Sure. It's like <laughs> who's who's it a positive to? I don't know. I'm just saying don't do it if you can't afford to do it. <laughs> well, I don't think those people have done it. Yeah. We just have people doing it. We're like, stop it. You can't afford it. <laughs> You're going to be on the streets soon enough. We're making so much money off of all of our fans <laughs> yeah. that we need to ask you to stop. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll catch you next time on the Lord's Grantham Podcast. Yeah. Season four breakdown. Yeah. Yay. Get excited. Get hyped.